0: Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie and this is Tavia. As always, you can check us out on all the socials. We're Library Overload on Instagram and Facebook. And if you hear any books that you'd like to talk about, you can always visit our website. We'll have everything that we talk about listed, and probably fact checks and picture because we're cray. But you can visit us there at LibraryOverload.home.blog.
1: Okay, guys, I know we say this a lot, but I'm very excited about this episode. I've got to get us a thesaurus. A thesaurus. A thesaurus. I roared in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. Okay, we are doing witches. It's the witching hour. Mm-hmm. Very awesome. Woo! I have been excited about this episode all months. <laughs> yeah, you, you've you been pumped about this episode for weeks. It was like the one episode that Tavia was like, I
0: will not budge. We have to do a witch episode. Yes. Like you were very adamant.
1: I don't know if, if any of guy, you guys are interested, but on my Pinterest boards, I have specific book sections dedicated to books about witches. Did you really? Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. So I love books about witches. I don't read like a ton of them. Until it like a specific time, but so you just like to collect them. Yes, I've been saving them for a rainy day. Sure, sure. So today, yes,
0: it is a blustery day. It really is where we are in
1: the Hundred Acre Wood.
0: Yes, it. But it's it's like perfect reading weather. Whenever yes. it rains, people are always like, Ugh, "I hate rain," and I'm like, "I just want to be with my book."
1: Yes, snugly with a book and yes. some coffee or tea. Yes, and a blanket. Or wine. Yes, all the wine. <laughs> you can see how our minds divulge there. <laughs> I want coffee or tea and you want wine.
0: Well, I mean, just like a glass or two. Not like too much. Because if you have too much wine, then you don't remember what you read. Or and you can't read the words. Both. I have done both of those things. That's mm-hmm. funny. I used to go out, drink, and then come home and try to watch stuff on the DVR. And I wouldn't remember it in, in the morning. So be like, I watched that?
1: I don't remember anything that happened. <laughs> That's funny. We also may need to get you some help. It's fine. It's fine. All right. That was many moons ago. Yes, you are quite old now, so you've settled down. I will murder you. (laughs) I ain't scared. That's fine. Don't be scared, but you will be dead. (laughs) It's fine. I'll be in peace. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to start us off with one that I read actually quite some time ago, and this is Witches of East End, and that's by Melissa de la Cruz. So this is the same universe that the Blue Bloods vampire series that I love is in.
0: Didn't Lifetime do a show? They did. It okay. was okay. I watched the first episode because it had Jenna Dewan,
1: mm-hmm. formerly
0: known as Tatum, yes, uh, in it. I just always have liked her, but I didn't yes. continue because because I thought it was all right.
1: Yeah, it was all right. This is a series, the Beauchamp family, uh, and I think it's a trilogy. Okay. Are you laughing at the Beauchamp? Beauchamp family. Beauchamp, it's French. Mm-hmm. I'm being fancy. Look, it's Louisiana French. They're in New England. They're
0: in well, Long Island. Actually, it sounds like you know what it sounds like is True Blood when they say I'm from
1: Bon Temps. <laughs> cool, thanks. I appreciate that my French is impeccable. Suck so it! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, I don't know where to go from here. Uh, it's the Beauchamp. champ. How's that? Better. That's not how they say it, but it's better. You know. Anyway, I, th- I believe it's a trilogy. I actually only read the first book because you know everyone knows you. It's fine. I got Continue. distracted. The sad thing is, at the time that these books were, or the time that I read them, they were all written. So like, I didn't have any excuse except I just started reading some of those and got distracted. Again, we all know you. I'm a you don't have person. to. You anyway. don't have to explain. I gave this book five stars. I loved it. So you loved it, but you were like, I don't need to know how it ends. That's fine. I mean, I want to know how it ends, and I loved it, but I got distracted by other books. There's always something else to read. That's very true. It's why I'll never die. So I just haven't gone back. I think I read this in like 2013. And I just have not gone back and read them. Maybe I'll put that on my to-do list there for next go. year. Maybe next year will be the year of the finishing series, and I'll go back to every series I've never finished. And that finished would make it. my OCD heart just soar. We could do like a whole episode on book series that I haven't finished, and you could just mock me so, the whole time. Oh my god, it would be like it'd be like the roast of Tavia yes. by me. <laughs> It would make my whole life. Yes. I mean, it's an extensive list of, of series that I haven't finished. Um, I know, and I just learned of a new one. <laughs> so we can um, we can make that happen. Yes. Okay, let's get January back January to- 1, that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to the witches. Okay, so this book is about Joanna and her two daughters, Feyre and Ingrid. Feyre, like Feyre? I think it's actually Freya. Okay. I'm sorry, I wrote down Feyre. <laughs> But I believe it's it's, it's like the um, Viking god, Feyre. Oh, okay. Feyre, sorry. I totally wrote down Freya. Or no, Feyre, and it's Freya. Okay. There we go. I guess that's but fine, too. And Ingrid. They live in a quiet town on Long Island, and they're banned from using their magic. Yes. So, I didn't know
0: that they knew that they had magic. Yes. Oh. They okay. do. The and TV facts. show started differently. Yes, because it was just okay. That is true. Continue.
1: Um. So they're banned from using their magic, except for, obviously, crazy things start happening in town. Someone goes missing. Vera's engaged to Freya. I can't do it. I can't do it. I want her name to be Feyre. <laughs> Freya is engaged to, like, a local bajillionaire. Sure. And Ingrid is... And she's in love with this person, or she likes this person, but she doesn't really want to let herself like him. And once the people start, um, things are happening to the villagers, the people. They dust off their broomsticks, and they get out their wands, and they start using magic again. Yay! Consequences be damned. <clears throat> and they're going to help people. They're sure. going to make this right. Totally. And it's just really fun. Joanna's a healer. Ingrid predicts the future and Freya has a gift with potions. Wow. Now, I think it's cool cuz she works at a bar and so she like slips love potions into drinks and stuff Aww. and like helps people become together. I love it. Super cute. And I mean, it was just I read it a long time ago so I don't remember specifically absolutely everything, mm-hmm. but I remember it being a lot of um, fun. There was mystery involved. It was like why are you banned? We got to figure that out. Um do the people in your life know? Right. You know, that sort of thing. It's fun. Very nice. I enjoyed it. Don't watch the movie. It's garbage. Or the TV show. It was... Let me not say garbage. It was okay. It was It was okay. It's basically like every other thing they do. Sure. They take really great stories,
0: rip them to shreds, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is much better. Let's make it a movie or, or a show.
1: Yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, so dumb. Um, I did watch the first... Uh, season, I believe, because I was actually I don't think I finished the whole season. Surprising no one, but it because it was just okay. I was like, this right. is this is not what I wanted it to be. Right. So why continue? But it was good. good. I liked the book a lot. Perhaps next year I'll finish. Maybe next year. The thing is now I'll have to go back and read all of the books. Like. I read That's, this in 2013. There's no way I remember everything that happened, so I'll have to go back and reread it. Sounds like some personal problems to me. That episode's going to be lots of fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really good. <laughs> I'm already, like, I'm making mental notes. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, because I have the Lunar Chronicles. Yes. Um, the Lorian Legacies. The I Am Number Four. Which is the Lorian Legacies? Oh, I don't know what they're called. I've Sorry. never read them. The I Am Number Four books. Does that help you? Yes. Um, I have the what about Morganville the, Vampire Series. Is that
0: the Beautiful Creatures? No, dude. I have the Beautiful Creatures. Okay. I was about to be like, dude, you've got to stop because I'm looking at your books and you keep naming stuff that like right when I see
1: it, I'm like, quit it. It's weird. That is weird. Maybe the witches are helping. <laughs> I have the follow up to the selection series. Uh, I haven't finished yes. that. Yeah, you just
0: read the first one. So you don't know how that mm-hmm. ends. And that ends great. Uh, I have True Blood. Oh my god! That drives me bananas. Um, just a lot of stuff. So much, so much stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Every night when I'm trying to sleep, I'm thinking of all the things you have not read and finished. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my first one is the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina: Season of the Witch by Sarah Reese Brennan. Ta-da-da. So this was this is kind of a tie-in to the Netflix Sabrina series. I watched the first episode of that, and after it finished, Chris looked at me, and he was like, do you you need me to turn it off? I was like, yes, please. (laughs) It scared me so bad. It was a little creepy. I watched uh, most of the first season. That's weird, because Daniel loves it. He won't shut up about waiting for season three now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it another try. Guys, I'm just, I'm not kidding when I say I'm a giant chicken, like... I don't, I just, I get so terrified. Like, I I tense up. I'm sore for days afterwards. I have nightmares. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's a bad
1: situation. I don't like it. I can do it, but I don't like it. Like, it's not what I would choose for myself. Right. Well, I want to give the Sabrina series
0: another shot because I loved Sabrina. And the first episode was really, really awesome. It just scared my pants off. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, so. So
1: which came first? The show or the, the books? The show. Okay. I thought the show was based on a comic series or something. There is a comic
0: book called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I don't know which came first out of okay. those. But this book came after, after the show. The show. Okay. And it's. So this one comes before the first season. And then there's the first season. Second season. There's a follow-up book that i don't know where it falls but it doesn't come out until december interesting so in the words of tavia this is a prequel <laughs> I
1: hate you so much.
0: a prequel to the show
1: i hate you i hate you so much <laughs> it was
0: not a huge book it was 288 pages so i was nice. able to kind of fly through it it's really striking and I saw when I saw it I was like okay maybe the book won't be so scary and I could read the book because oddly enough I will read creepy books. Yeah you made it through The Shining. Yeah and when The Shining wasn't even as bad as I was expecting to me I think I had built it up so horribly that when I actually read it I was like okay this wasn't
1: bad at all. (laughs) I hated The Shining movie for the music alone. Sure. Stanley Kubrick can suck an egg. (laughs) I hated it. It was so, like, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It made me anxious the whole time. Maybe watch it on mute. It was awful. Okay. So, this
0: one, like I said, it's a prequel. (laughs) And it's basically, you know how the... The Netflix series starts, she's just days away from turning 16. She has to give her soul to the devil to become, like, a full-blown witch. Mm -hmm. Well, this is set about a month before. Oh, okay. So it literally ends right before the show picks up, from what I understand. So there's not really a whole lot that happens in the book. It's a lot of internal, like... My mother was a human. My father was this huge, big deal witch. Um, I don't know what this will do to my heart if I decide that I want to become my full potential as a witch. If I do this, will I lose my heart and not be able to love Harvey? Because Harvey doesn't know that I'm a witch and it's just a lot of internal stuff. The only thing really that happens is that Sabrina and her cousin cousin Ambrose who is mm-hmm. stuck at on their yes. grounds who is hysterical. Yes, I loved him. Um but the only thing really that happens is Sabrina's kind of been going back and forth about Harvey and not really knowing if he likes her as much as she likes him. So Ambrose talks her into giving him a love spell and it makes Harvey go nuts. Like he shows up at the house and mm-hmm. sings A song that he wrote for her, tone deaf. Nice. Just her, and her answer, like, What is this noise? Like, What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Just freaking out. And then, like, he he puts flowers on the entire fence surrounding their school. So when she pulls up, like, There's flowers everywhere and he's like cut his hands on thorns and stuff it's just it's a mess like how pitiful he is Mm -hmm. on this on this love spell but yeah that was kind of all that happens um so i i think i'm gonna try to watch the series again Mm -hmm. with all the lights on and in the daytime Mm -hmm. and with chris and dogs and kitties around me so i will try moral support sure yes and we'll see. And then I wonder if the second book comes out in December. Don't recall the name of it. But I wonder if that will help kind of tie in some things. Yeah. I do know that in the book, you find out something. In the show, you don't find out until season two. Interesting. Someone did tell me that. And I was like, interesting. I know that because I read the prequel. So... It's forever going to be. That's just going to be a word now. Yes.
1: Okay. I don't know why my brain does that. Like, why it wants to make it, like, two words. (laughs) And and not even, like, the right words. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever.
0: I even spelled it wrong just to remind me to
1: say it wrong. Cool. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I got you. With friends like these. Mm. (laughs) All right. I am moving on to The Secret Circle. This is by LJ Smith. And that's the same author that wrote the Vampire Diaries books. All right. Now, I will note for you all that don't know, the Vampire Diaries series on CW was very good. The Vampire Diary books were written in the 80s and were totally different.
0: Interesting.
1: And I watched the TV show first before I read the books, which made me not like the books as much. That's what, and I didn't hate it,
0: but that's what I did accidentally before we read Good Omens. I watched mm-hmm. the show,
1: and I didn't hate the book, but mm-hmm. I definitely
0: loved the show more.
1: Yes, and I also think having the show as a more modern mm-hmm. thing made it more interesting and more exciting. But obviously, they changed a ton of it. Sure. Uh, So then I was like reading the books and like, what is this? Yeah. But it was okay. I didn't know it was that old. That's crazy. Yes. 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 And The Secret Circle, I believe, is similarly old. I don't know if it's the 80s or the 90s, but I I, I definitely don't think she wrote them recently. Okay. Uh, I'll have that in show notes. Yeah, I should look that up. But it was also a show on the CW, which was really good. But was canceled after only like a couple of seasons.
0: Okay, when you said Secret Circle, I was like, okay, I've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. I've not read it, but I've I'd heard that before. Yeah. So okay, that makes yeah.
1: sense. Um, I don't know. Do you know Britt Robertson? She's an actress, blonde hair. Mm-mm. She's in the Tomorrow World with. Oh, Young with mm-hmm. George Clooney. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so. She's in the Secret Circle. Interesting. And the same. Writing cast and producers and everything that did the Vampire Diary show also did the Secret Circle show. Okay. So it was all kind of pretty cool little, you know, semblance of the same world. Okay. But it's about Cassie and her mother fled their hometown when Cassie was born, but she's murdered. And so Cassie ends up having to return to the hometown to live with her grandmother and finds out she's a witch. Oh. Dun dun dun, and is initiated in the local coven. Love, and it, this type of coven is only is only at their full power when all the members are together, and it's something that's passed down from generation to generation. So her mother was in the coven with the parents of the kids who are in it now.
0: Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Are you following me? Okay. Yes. Kind um, of like um Dumbledore's army.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: I got you, girl. Thanks.
1: Um. So, it's cute. It's local witches, you know, high school, hijinks. There's a bad guy. The biggest uh, plot point, I guess, is that Cassie starts falling in love with Adam, who is the current coven leader's boyfriend. Oh, my. So, there's a love triangle.
0: Absolutely. But
1: they have this, like, connection that transcends time. Of course. Yes. And it's just really cool. Yeah. Cutesy and high school-y and... And very fun. Again, I read it a while ago, too. And I gave it four stars. Um, I liked the show better. Mm. Just, I think, for the same kind of reasons as The Vampire Diaries. Gotcha. But it was good. Okay. My
0: next one is also a movie. We've got a weird theme. We do. Um, But this one is a movie that I had never seen. And my friend won't shut up about it. And so I told her, that let me read it. And then I will watch it. And you can choose.
1: Yeah, my heart hurts that you haven't seen this movie.
0: (laughs) So this is Practical Magic by Alice Hoffman. I mean, this is a classic
1: I know. I never
0: watched. Like, I mean, I don't even know when it came out. In the 90s, I believe. Maybe 98ers. Well, I was staunchly in witchcraft as demon. Demon work. Clearly. Yes. So I was
1: not allowed to watch Mm -hmm. it and then I mean I didn't watch it at that point I watched it as a little bit older but I think it's like one of those movies that you have to see and i'm i'm
0: afraid that it's going to be one of those nostalgia things kind of like how uh princess bride is like people mm-hmm. love the movie because they saw it as a kid mm-hmm. but like chris had never seen it before and i got him to watch it with me and he was like that was that was good but he wasn't
1: like a yeah. oh my god princess bride yeah. kind of fan which is sad like it's I don't a know. nostalgia I watched thing. practical magic when i was older yeah i mean i was a, a grown person It has one of my favorite love quotes of all time. What is it? I wonder if it's in the book. She says, I dream of a love that even time will lie down and be still for. Oh, that's pretty. It's beautiful. I don't think it was in the book. Bummer. Well, the book was
0: interesting. I felt like it covered, I know nothing of the movie, so, Mm -hmm. but I felt like the book covered so much time. So this covered from when Jillian and Sally are children Mm -hmm. all the way up until their middle age. Yes. And. The movie does as well. Okay. It flashes. Okay. Well, flashes is one thing, but this was like. It was a lot of information. And I got to like 60% of the book before I figured out kind of what is the point? Like, where is this going? Like, what's going to happen? And it's not a big book. So for all that much information to be crammed in there
1: is kind of interesting. Yeah,
0: it was a lot. So Jillian and Sally's parents have passed away. And so they are taken in by their aunts. They're super fun aunts. And and that was another thing that I was kind kind of bummed about. In the book, there's no actual magic like there's no actual literal magic like the ants make their soaps and their lie and like Mm -hmm. stuff like that and like interesting weird things happen and auras can be read but
1: that's it no i they changed it, we're having a, a problem with this. They changed everything about that for the movie then, because there's magic in the movie. That's
0: crazy.
1: Okay. Cause it's titled practical magic. And I'm like, where is this magic? Yeah. They're ab- actual witches in, in no. the movie.
0: So in the book, um, everyone in the town says that the Owens sisters are witches and to not look at them. Don't talk to them. If they're walking towards you, cross the street, and so they're kind of like the pariahs of this town that they Mm -hmm. live in and so they don't have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. there's not great romances until jillian becomes a a teenager and all the boys are like bewitched by her but she's not a witch so there's not magic interesting so jillian they graduate high school jillian runs away with a man Marries him, promptly leaves him, marries someone else, leaves him, and she never comes back. So Sally gets married, has two girls, becomes a widow with two littles, and kind of is in this funk for a year. And when she finally breaks out of it, she's like, I've got to get out of this town. I want my daughters to be in a different environment than I was and not be the little witch girls. Because the ants don't help the situation because they, they like to be left alone. Mm-hmm. And so they move away. The girls grow up. And one day Jillian randomly shows up with a dead Jimmy in her car,
1: which so is, it's a similar plot point, but not, there's yeah. a lot of differences. Here. Yeah. So I'm going to watch the movie and I'll see how much I like that. So good. Watch it with me. <laughs> okay.
0: But I I can't wait to watch it because everybody loves it. They
1: talk about midnight margaritas. Yes, I was just going to ask. That's my one question. Are there midnight margaritas in the book? One time.
0: (sighs) And it's not even like a big deal.
1: It's so disappointing. It's just like, hey, you're sad. Let's have margaritas. I heard that a lot of people were disappointed with the book. Probably because they watched the movie first. And it's such a classic movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's got some big name people in it. It does. And I yeah, so I went into it, I
0: think with like high expectations. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a little disappointing. It was a little disappointing. But I think it's just it's an older book. And there, are not many, but there have been a few books that I've I read after watching the movie. And the movie ended up being so much better just because I don't know. I think something about something in writing has changed over the past decade maybe two, where writing is much more colorful now and there's just more to it so vivid yeah but when this was written and when some other books that I'm really disappointed that aren't as good as their movies they're just dry like it's just Mm -hmm. it's missing something
1: maybe that's why they try to make movies out of books because it used to be maybe easier to do but now the books are so much better that people are like please stop I know and they won't they won't stop I know
0: it makes me so mad but I did enjoy it I'm glad I read it because I stuck to my guns and read the book before I watched the movie that's good and I did I gave it three stars I thought it was fine I Um, think you'll
1: love the movie I'm excited to
0: see it Jody said she'll let me borrow it when I see her at work next so I am excited to watch it and I'll perhaps have some midnight margaritas,
1: yes. <laughs> but you have to do the dancing and stuff that they do too, because yeah,
0: there was no dancing. Like it was just kind of a sad. So this is how your life is. Mm-hmm. Like you,
1: I want Stalker Channing to be my crazy aunt from the movie. Like I want <laughs> her to be in my life. Is there just one aunt in the no, movie? No, there's two. oh, there's two. Okay, yeah, but Stalker Channing is just okay like I mean she was born to play someone's crazy aunt. I mean she just was. She's brilliant. That's awesome. Yes. Okay, I'm moving on to The Witches of Blackbrook and I've, I've never heard of this. It's by Tish Thar and I, it was one that I also got off one of my lists. It was good. I give it 3 stars. It's a it's a little underdeveloped. Okay. And there are a few editing issues. Mm. but it was really kind of neat. It just needed just a little bit more to push it over, you know? But it's about Karina, Kenna, and Kara, and they're three sisters.
0: I don't know why people do that. Why would you name your children very similar names?
1: KKK. Why would you do that? I don't know. It was 1693. It was a different time.
0: My brother and I learned to answer to each other's names and the dog's name when we were kids, just in case
1: yes i mean my sister and i she's andrea and i'm tavia and that does not sound alike at all but our parents got us confused a lot mm-hmm. so i was Aunt tavia mm-hmm. and she was ta andrea yeah for like most of her life my grandmother probably still and, now <laughs> my grandmother and now my aunts
0: call me by my other aunt's name so i am uh, dina Susie chelly
1: terry Susie, suzy yeah All the time. I have an aunt who goes through a list of names before Mm -hmm. she gets to the correct one. Mm -hmm. Super fun. Anyway, uh, in 1693, their mother has passed away recently, and Karina is captured as a witch, convicted as a witch, but while she's tied to the stake, she casts a spell that scatters her and her sister's souls through time. Oh. So they keep being reincarnated. Over the years, and keep trying to come back together, and they can't regain their full powers until they're all back together. Okay, which is really kind of cool. Interesting, yeah. It was it was a really awesome premise. It was just slightly underdeveloped. I just needed just a little bit more because it was a really short book. It was only like two hundred seventy mm. pages, and I feel like if you gave me like a hundred more pages, I could have gotten some more information out of it. Sure, but it was good. I mean, I I liked it. It was a really quick read. I just started it yesterday, um, <laughs> at like five o'clock in the afternoon. Nice. Uh, so yeah, but it was fun. Um, it was the bad guy in it is a witch eating demon.
0: Oh so my! So like he
1: feeds off their magic and okay. he hunts them, and so he's hunting them through time also. Great, which is neat, and the cover of this is probably one of the most beautiful covers I've ever seen. Ooh. It's just this girl she's got a field behind her but she's in a black dress with a really tight black corset on mm-hmm. and a big billowy black skirt and you don't see her head. You just see like the It sounds bottom. like the Fallen covers kind A little of. bit yeah but it's gorgeous. That's cool. Gorgeous gorgeous cover. But it was good. I liked it. Um, I just needed a little bit a smidge more. Mm, that stinks. Yeah but it was good. Okay.
0: This one I have not finished, but I'm almost done. So we're going to count it. Okay. This one is called Nightmares! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. So, Nightmares! <laughs> <laughs> By Jason Siegel and Kirsten Miller. That's super exciting. I know. So, Jason Siegel has several middle grade books I out. I did not know that. Yes! And I've wanted to read some for a long time. Happened upon this one. It was... Im- immediately ready to download from the library. So I was like, yes, please. Awesome. That just rarely happens. I know. And so this one is based on Charlie Laird. He is about 12 or 13 and it's a, it is very clearly a 12 or 13 year old book. I gotcha. Um, Sometimes. That's never
1: slowed you down before.
0: Well, sometimes I, I'm okay with middle grade if like, the world is ending and this one child has to save it. And so yes. they kind of, you know, they pull up their bootstraps and they like save Artemis the world. Artemis Fowl was yes. the best middle grade book I have ever read. Yeah, like I loved School duggery Pleasant. Like I just, I loved it. So this one, it was very young, but it was, it was cute. It's cute so far. So Charlie Laird's mother passed away about three years ago. He was eight years old. And he has a younger brother that's about three years younger than him. I believe his name is Jake. I can't remember. It's a J, though. So Charlie's father has recently remarried. And he remarried the woman that moved into the creepiest house on the block. Mm -hmm. It's the house that has its purple and it's got a huge tower that you can see from no matter where you are in the neighborhood. Interesting. So they've moved in, and Charlie is very upset that Dad has moved on so quickly, and how dare Dad forget Mom and all of this. So it's very, what's that word? Where uh, angst. It's very oh. angst-filled. Angsty. Yes. So at night, Charlie has started having these horrible nightmares they feel so real Mm -hmm. a witch puts him in a cage she talks about how she's going to eat him and feed his toes to her cat that can talk and i have a
1: side tangent when you
0: when i get a stopping point okay so they get scarier and scarier and she's now talking about crossing the void and coming to his home and taking him. Mm-hmm. And so he has refused to unpack his things, left them in boxes. So every night he stacks the boxes in front of his door so the witch can't come in. Oh. One night, after the realest, realest nightmare so far, he gets a good look at the witch's face and it looks just like Charlotte, his new step monster.
1: Mm. Why do we get such a bad rap? <laughs> Stepmothers get the worst rap ever. Like we're evil and monstrous. Well, and... step and it.
0: Devil's advocate. Stepfathers are always abusers in movies true. and books. So, I guess it's just step everything. Just is terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> so it's super cute so far. I'm anxious to see how it goes, but it it definitely delves into the world of nightmares and that mm-hmm. realm of. That you can never cross over because if it's just your spirit in a nightmare, whatever happens in the nightmare isn't actually happening. Huh. But if you go mm-hmm. in your actual human form, whatever happens in Nightmare Land is what actually happens Interesting. to you. So it's very cute. The writing is great. So I'm just is like, is it oh. funny
1: like he is a
0: little bit? But it's it's most I've, I was getting a little annoyed with just how much
1: Charlie was like, ugh, stupid stepmom. Ugh, so angry. But I, I wish you guys could see the faces and the <laughs> movements she's making because they're amazing. But I think it's more
0: the nightmares her making are influencing him mm-hmm. to do it. I don't think he's actually a bratty child. I gotcha. So I've I've made my peace with it. That's we'll see how he is at the end of the okay. book. Tangent, go.
1: Yes, you mentioned the dreams, and I just wanted to tell you guys about the dream I had last night. Oh no, it was super crazy. So I made Daniel go to the movies with me. Okay, but the movie theater was also inside the aquarium. Okay, it was the weirdest, and it was all like open. I would like
0: watch movies with sharks.
1: Right, but but you go to the aquarium and like you just walk in and you're in the theater. Okay, like there's no lobby or anything sure and then we get there and there's not enough seats for us to sit together so we have to separate and i end up seated beside charles barkley that took a turn <laughs> yes that i was not expecting so then charles barkley and i become really good friends and after the movie's over i go introduce him to daniel and we all hang out with charles Barkley. I was
0: expecting something bookish, no. like I was expecting that, like you dreamt about recording the podcast or something. Okay, what a weirdo!
1: Right? I mean, I had to tell somebody this oh my dream. Gosh, <laughs> and you mentioned dreams and nightmares, and and I just gave you a, a platform you to share that. Mm. I needed people to know that I am now best friends with Charles Barkley. Sure, tweet him, and we'll see Things what happens. Things that says. happen in dreams are real. <laughs> sure, it's like yeah. when you dream you're mad at your significant other, and you wake up you're really mad at him. <laughs> But yes, Charles Barkley and I are BFFs now. Absolutely. We shared a movie theater seat. Like, row. Not the seat itself. Y'all snuggled. <laughs> I snuggled. It was terrible. No, it wasn't really terrible. It was super crazy. And I woke up and I was like, what was that? <laughs> I I love having weird dreams.
0: But then it's like, but where does that come from? Exactly. Like, why is my psyche like being we like it's yeah. so i have so i mean the traits.
1: theater in the aquarium was weird enough but then all of a sudden charles barclay's there <laughs> yeah it was real weird i don't know where i came from and i hardly ever remember my dreams and i remember that one it was very specific it was kind of crazy
0: that's funny
1: <laughs> yes super funny but it leads me on to the next week i'm going to talk about which i was super super excited about And I also wanted to shout out to Kara for this one from Instagram, because you are absolutely right. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. That was so sweet. She went on our Instagram and she was like, guys, I'm
0: really nervous to share because I really loved this book, but I think Tavia would love it.
1: So please read it and let me know what you think. And it was so, so sweet. Thank you so much. And it was crazy because she said that the same day I picked it up from the library. Yeah, it was
0: it was crazy.
1: Yes. So this is Serpent and Dove. It's brand new. It's everywhere <laughs> right everywhere. now. Everywhere. But it's so good. I gave it five stars. I cannot
0: wait to hear what it is. Five, now. five, 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 five. All the fives? Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So it is about Lou, and Lou is a witch. Okay. And she has run away from her coven for reasons that we don't know yet. Okay. And she's living the life of a thief, in this city world that she's in. And it's, it's kind of like a period okay, world. I was going to ask. And it's a bit French. So there are lots of French work, French words. We
0: have read some of, like, so many different cultures this year. Yes, we like, really that's have. that's so
1: cool. Continue. Yeah. So there are Mademoiselle and Monsieur. Love. And that's, yeah. Um, and then Reed is a witch hunter. Nice. And his life's motto is, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. <laughs> and it's brilliant. And so he is part of the church because the witches in the church have been feuding for many a year. Of course. And his role model in life is the archbishop, and he has taken Reed under his wing because he was an orphan, and taken him into the they're called the chasseurs. Chasseurs. It's a French word. So fancy. I thought it said I thought chasseur meant singer in mm-hmm. French. I didn't look that up though. Um, but it, it don't does, worry,
0: I'll Google it. It doesn't I got really you. relate to
1: witch hunter singer. Okay. So, I, I don't know. Maybe they sing to witches and they die. Maybe. But she calls them Chass in the, as a nickname. <laughs> it's cute. But through an interesting series of events that seem totally implausible but actually make perfect sense. Sure. They end up married. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, a witch hunter and a witch are married. And they both know that no. each, oh, she knows he's a witch hunter. She knows the whole time because he's in the uniform or whatever. He does not know she's a witch. Are they in love? Are you allowed to not say? Not at first. Oh they my god. They may goodness. or may not fall in love. I can neither confirm nor deny. That's funny. Yes. But like I said, an implausible series of events that actually make perfect sense. Sure. That's how books are. Right. Um, but yeah, um, it's super fun. She's obviously married to him for protection. Okay. And he's married to her for his reasons. And do you get both perspectives? Yes. Oh, nice. You get both perspectives. Now, I will tell you guys this is a serious commitment. And do not take it lightly, guys. It is 513 pages, it is no joke but it is super, super worth it. You get so much information, but it's not crammed together and it goes so fast. Like I did not want to put it down. So the story building is yes, on point. Yes, it was brilliant. Wonderful. Do you brilliant. think I would like it? I do. I think everyone would like it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I do everyone. think that you would really like it. Okay. And I, I do believe it's going to be a series though.
0: Interesting. But does it kind of wrap up enough to it where you're okay? It wraps up enough where okay. you're okay, but it, you're not. But you feel like it. There's told. I feel like there's more
1: to be told because her friend is there, and there's a thing that happens. Oh, we find out why she had run away from her coven. Okay, we find out Reed's backstory, Mm. and you know, chaos ensues between a witch and a witch hunter being married. Sure, things happen. Yeah, Yeah. it's brilliant. That's I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. I want another book of it now. I want to reread it. Of course. Yeah. That it sounds great. The cover is, looks awesome. It's
0: gorgeous. Yes, I can't wait to figure out what kind of picture we should do with it. Yeah. But it's know. super pretty. It is, yes. Okay. Before we finish, I'm just gonna toss in two series. Series? Series? Series. Octopuses? <laughs> I had the octopus discussion with someone yesterday. I I keep having that discussion now. I feel like I have it at least every week. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I swear to God, look Mm -hmm. it up. It's octopuses
1: all the time.
0: No one believes me. And I'm like, guys,
1: I'm an expert on octopuses. (laughs) I know. Someone asked me yesterday at work what kind of books I like to read. And so... Obviously, that's, that's that was an man worms. That was an extensive conversation. And so I said, I'm, you know, mostly read fiction. I said, but I have read some really good nonfiction lately and mentioned Soul of an Octopus. And I said, octopuses are awesome. And she's like, what? I was like, look it up. It's a thing. And I did the whole explaining. Yeah, it was. That's funny. Yeah,
0: yeah, I had one time, I had a coworker message me at work, and she was like, uh, do you have any good suggestions? I haven't read in a while. Do you have any good suggestions? Do you have time for that conversation? I gave her, like, 30 to 50 books. Right.
1: Like, I, I really was... think you need a flow chart for that kind of question. I know. Like, I I was like, you didn't
0: give me any information, so I'm going to give you all the best of all the genres. Right. Like, like you
1: need... You need a flow chart. Do yes. you like? Yes. Do you and like we'll match it flip? Yeah. Do you like? Well, yes. yes. We have too many recommendations for so that many. kind of question. It's why we have this. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. So, Miss Charlene Harris, love her. Yes. She wrote the True Blood series, which is yes. also known in the book world as the Sookie Stackhouse series. Mm-hmm. Sookie. That is the second time you have said that this episode. (laughs) Well, you know, every time they went to like a con or something, people Mm -hmm. would stand in line for forever just to ask him to say, suck it. I think it's brilliant that he's British. I know. Well, everyone's uh, Louisiana accents were atrocious. Every single one of them. Yeah. They're all terrible. I hate it. Chris won't even watch it because the accents mm-hmm. were so bad. Like, we're in the South. We know how it should sound, and yeah. it's not that. <laughs> so, she wrote the Sookie Stackhouse series. Series. It starts with the first book, Dead Until Dark. So, the, the TV series had a couple of really good
1: seasons. Mm-hmm. Everything else was crap. Yeah. It was real bad. That's another thing I haven't finished. <laughs>
0: so... This series follows Sookie. She's in this very small town down in Louisiana. And she has the ability to hear people's thoughts. This is also a world where, quote unquote, vampires are out of the coffin. Yes. <laughs> and so they walk among us just like normal people. Well, one night, the very first vampire walks into her restaurant slash bar And he's the first person she's ever not been able to hear their thoughts. Mm -hmm. So she's instantly drawn to him. Yes. And when he asks for blood, she's like, oh my God, my first vampire. Like, oh my God. It's just like overly nice and like Mm -hmm. being. And so they eventually start dating. And this series is Sookie and how she goes through this uh, relationship with Bill, who's Bill the vampire. And just the the creatures that she meets because of this world that's kind Mm -hmm. of been opened up to her Mm -hmm. you eventually find out why she's able to hear people's thoughts it's a long series I believe it's 12 books it might be 13 somewhere in there but there are witches in it there are colorful awesome characters and I thought it was really great I was Mm -hmm. very sad when it ended but I was happy with the way that it ended I felt like it
1: Unlike the show. Yeah. Oh, God.
0: Oh, the True Blood series finale was just terrible. I was so mad. I was so mad. It was awful. But this the book series was very good. Now, this next one by Charlene Harris. This is the Midnight Crossroads series. This is the Midnight Texas series. I've only read the first book, but it was very good. The TV series series was again very different but I really liked the first season very different they added some characters they took out some characters like very big differences but I really liked it so this one is Manfred is a kind of a medium he sees dead people but he also kind of uh, channels that that power into helping people you know speak to their Mm -hmm. their passed on loved ones things like that well he's also very much a thief
1: oh okay and so
0: he is on the run it might be from a bookie or something like that but he's mm-hmm. on the run from some people that really want him and he finds himself in this random t- tiny town called midnight texas it's got a really weird vibe like mm-hmm. there's a pawn shop where the owner lives down in the basement but you only see him when the sun is down Wow. there is one restaurant and the owner seems to know a little bit more than she should
1: Interesting.
0: and so it's just very strange and he decides this is like the perfect place for me to kind of just put down roots no one's gonna find me in this nowhereville town in texas mm-hmm. well as soon as he gets there several people start dying
1: mm-hmm.
0: and of course the people that have lived there the 12 people that live in the city are like it's you you new person Obviously. you're killing them so it's kind of a mystery but it's got these magical elements to it that charlene harris does very well yes and uh i really enjoyed it nice. i it's one that i have not finished because i read the first book found out it was a series and i was like nope mm-hmm. i will start again when it finishes there's three books. I don't know if that's the finished series, though. So I will look into that. And that will be in show notes.
1: Interesting. Okay. I have a couple I just wanted to touch base on. And that I, I've i already talked about a, uh, the, a Great and Terrible Beauty. Mm-hmm. That's the Gemma Doyle series. It's about witches. And then I wanted to mention, I checked out but didn't get to The Witch's Daughter. Mm-hmm. And... It's about Bess, who uh, watches her mother die in 1628. Mm -hmm. She's hanged for being a witch. And so they find out that Bess is a witch, too, and they're hunting her. And Mm. she goes to this guy, Gideon, for help. And then we flash forward into 2007. It's your your wheelhouse. Right. Well, it's the same person. Um, So Bess has lived. And so the prologue is the preview and then the first chapter opens with i am elizabeth i am 384 years old Ooh. i have moved to a new town and each new settlement just needs a new journal mm-hmm. and so she starts telling her story and so during it we're gonna see flashbacks okay of what actually happened how this person helped her how come she's so old uh, she does try to keep to herself but there's a teenage girl in this new village that she's moved into that kind of takes a liking to her. Okay. And Elizabeth starts breaking her own rules, and um, it's Elizabeth and Bess, depending on which era you're in. Okay. And um, she starts teaching the, the girl some herb magic. Okay. And then chaos ensues, apparently. Sure. And then I also um, have I own the heretic's daughter. And I haven't read it yet, but I think it's, it's going to be... It's written by a woman who's actually descended from a Salem witch trial victim. Ooh. And so it's, um, I think, similar. The girl watches either her mother or her grandmother get hanged Wow. as a witch. And then it's about her story moving forward. Wow. Yes. Hmm. And, and it was actually written by the grandmother or the mother, whoever it is that's murdered it's written by that person's descendant mm-hmm. which is kind of cool
0: that's very cool
1: yes hmm. so lots and lots of books about witches out there yeah i could go on oh, <laughs> clearly you could yes. go to your pinterest board and find them yes i have several i have a uh, a board dedicated only to books and then in the books board i have specific pins that are lists just lists of books about witches love it yes super fun i don't know maybe it's the you know it's right around my birthday and i just mm. i like halloween i like the witchy things maybe you love the witchy things because you're a witch but
0: you don't know it
1: i would love to have some magical powers. oh my god me too <gasps> we didn't even talk about harry potter you mentioned it a minute ago did i yeah you said something like something i was talking about you said it sounded like harry potter
0: okay. i forget well we can't talk about witches without talking about harry potter this is true I had I did mention it last episode, but again, The mm-hmm. Goblet of Fire just came out in its illustrated edition and it is gorgeous.
1: I got it for my birthday.
0: So beautiful.
1: It's huge. <laughs> it is.
0: It's much thicker than the uh, the first three, but it's also the first book that's yes, gigantic in but the series. But it is
1: absolutely gorgeous. The There's illustrations like a, are gorgeous. There is a full page spread uh at the beginning of like the the house the riddle house and oh. there's a, a two-page spread of the dragon really really awesome i love did you see the two-page spread of the death eaters no in the i did not see it that is somehow chilling. i don't know how i missed that i it's, need to go like cool. right we'll now. go look right now yes obviously but yes yay for witches a couple of other things um Apparently, I'm just going to keep going. Go, girl. The movie Hocus Pocus. There mm-hmm. is a sequel book out. I'm so scared of it. I'm scared of it, but I did just want to mention it since we're here. I almost read it, but I chickened out. Yes. So I, scared. I know, I'm scared. It's a Disney book. Right. So I don't I don't know what it's going to be ab- about. It's well, a- probably what the stupid new sequel is going to be about. Well, I know what it's the, th- the plot is Max and Allison's. Daughter is grown; she's a teenager now, and she accidentally wakes the Sanderson sisters. Which, how they destroyed them? Right? I don't know. I don't know how she does it, but she wakes them up, and chaos ensues. Goodness gracious! Yes. But the moral of this episode, I think, is that Serpent and Dove was the best thing ever. and everyone should go read it
0: (laughs) i it sounds awesome it's that trope of married but it's like a mr and mrs smith kind of thing that sounds awesome i I bet i will love it it's so so good i need to read it do you still have it or did you take it back i'm gonna take it
1: it's right there that's a fat book it's 513 pages i told you (laughs) i'm very excited to read it caution do not enter lightly please girl. (laughs) I was really proud of myself that with my new job I don't have any time to read at work and I still made it through it in four days. I'm very proud too. Super proud of myself. It's probably why you have made it through a thousand books this year. 111. I have really slowed down.
0: (laughs) I've only made it to like 72. That's still good. I know so I have like 28 more and I only Mm. have like 60 something days left in this year I only know because I'm counting down to the wedding (laughs) I'm not one of those crazy people like counts down to the end of the year are you
1: not counting down till you meet Julie Andrews
0: well um I know that she is just three mere days before my wedding so follow up to that Chris was super mad when you mentioned that oh he doesn't listen he doesn't know (laughs) although every once in a while he will just randomly listen and then he'll text me that's how he found out about how many books I (laughs) owned but have not read and he was not pleased with that information so one day I'll get a text and be like oh so you love Julie Andrews more than me and I'll be like boy we are already married what are you gonna do because he won't listen to it
1: that's funny for like a month That's funny. Okay. Well, I was so excited about this episode. I love the witches. I am so glad that you loved it so much.
0: I liked all of mine, and I cannot wait to watch the movie Practical Magic.
1: Yes, I want to
0: do this now. Do you have it? I'm certain we can find it. (laughs) I know your husband can find it.
1: Absolutely. All right. I do believe I own it, actually. Okay. Well, maybe.
0: Yes. And we're off to prep for next week's episode. Yes. For I'm excited. Research. for yes. science, yes, we are willing to go to the used bookstore for you guys, for science.
1: Yes. This is one we kind of polled Instagram about whether you guys would want this episode or not. Well, it was Chris's idea. Yeah.
0: And Chris is very pleased that we chose his idea. He yes. gives me lots of ideas and they're never good, but this one was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so we're going to do, yeah, an episode on shopping the, the used bookstore and yeah. today for science. Yes. science only yes we're gonna we're, go to the bookstore we are unfortunately we're willing to make the sacrifice going to have to shop for you guys yes. i'm so sorry it's a tragedy <laughs> the sacrifices we make for this podcast oh the horror <laughs> so we will uh talk to you guys next time bye bye